Footprints on the Journey The Diary of Kenpo Sodargya Finger Burning A nun came to the academy about a year ago. She seems to have a quiet and honest disposition. I noticed today that she is missing one of her fingers and asked her why. She told me that it was the result of her having made an offering to the Buddha by burning off her finger. She said, My hometown is by the sea, and under the influence of the older generation, I used to go with others to catch fish and shrimp. Some of the sea creatures can grow to the size of a man, yet I was undaunted and had never felt feeble-handed in seizing either the small shrimp or the big fish. I have thus committed grave sins. After my ordination, I always felt deep regret whenever I recall all my misdeeds and wonder how on earth I can make amends for them. Three years ago, when I read in the Sarangama Sutra the vast merit of burning off one's finger as an offering to the Buddha, it was like seeing a light in total darkness. Immediately I vowed without any hesitation that I would perform the finger-burning offering in front of the Buddha statues in Sungshan Monastery. First I used a fine cord to wrap one of my fingers extremely tight to stop its blood supply and let the blood run dry. The pain was excruciating, but in order to make the offering, I clenched my teeth and toughed it out. On the fourth day, I opened the binding, cut open the finger with a knife, and saw a black mass with clotted blood. By then, I no longer felt any pain. I applied oil to the finger and ignited it. When the fire burned to the middle section, others were so scared and tried very hard to stop me. I was forced to end the burning process temporarily, and only on the next day did I complete burning off the whole finger in secret. The abbot of the monastery considered me out of my mind and tried to kick me out. I told him I did not have a mental problem. I was only resorting to finger burning as a repayment to rid myself of heavy negative karma. Reluctantly, the abbot agreed to keep me. I then went to stay at other monasteries for a while. Eventually I arrived here. Hearing her account, I recalled the contemporary eight-fingered monk poet who composed poems about laughing at myself after he had made a finger-burning offering to the Buddha relic enshrined in the King Ashok temple. Offering to the Buddha my flesh as meat or as oil to light candles, I see my corporeal body as bubbles in water. Now I have only eight fingers left out of ten. It is just as if the heavenly warrior made two deft cuts on me. Today I learned one of our Sangha members did the same kind of offering. How could I not rejoice tremendously and gasp with admiration? Some people may wonder, Vajrayana forbids injury to the body's five aggregates. Isn't finger-burning offering an act of self-mutilation? In truth, provided one has recognized the primordial purity of the body, to offer finger-burning in order to purify evil karma does not violate the tantric view. To refrain from injuring the five aggregates means to avoid abusing one's body. But the finger-burning offering is a practice to eradicate craving. Some scriptures do prohibit wounding one's own body, 
but such teachings are given in consideration of the feeble-mindedness of ordinary people. They readily feel regret upon experiencing pain and thus destroy merit. Thus the two views are not contradictory. There are people who cherish extremely every part of their body, even down to their hair or fingernails. Does it follow that they are the best disciples upholding Vajrayana vows? No! 27th of July, Year of Renwu, September 6th, 2002.